Good morning. It's great to have you on the C Generation Devotional. Remember, you're a chosen generation and God wants to shine his light on the world through you. Our Father, we thank you for the gift of a new week. Father, we pray that as we go into this week, we pray that you hold our hand and walk us through every single day of this week. Lead us and direct us in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So good morning and welcome to our devotional this week. Um, last week, we started our study of Elijah, one of the most intriguing prophets in the Bible. And we studied how he came out to proclaim God's judgment on Israel because King Ahab had turned the heart of the Israelites from God to worshipping idols. So Elijah said that there will be no rain in the land until he said so. And then God told him to go and hide himself. So first he hid by the brook of Cherith. And when that brook dried up, God sent Elijah to a widow in a town called Zarephath, who was meant to provide for him and you know, give him food and shelter. So this widow was on her very last meal when Elijah showed up. But through Elijah, God blessed the food she had such that the little flour and oil that she had did not run out, but it was more than enough for the widow her son and Elijah to feed on throughout the drought. So that's where we stopped last week. And, you know, we would expect that everything would remain perfect because God had just protected the widow and her son from starving to death. And, you know, she had done a good deed by accommodating and feeding the prophet of God. So God was definitely under obligation to make sure that nothing went wrong with this woman and her family. But let's read what happens next in 1 Kings chapter 17 from verse 17 to 20. Sometime later, the woman's son became sick. He grew worse and worse and finally he died. Then she said to Elijah, O man of God, what have you done to me? Have you come here to point out my sins and kill my son? But Elijah replied, Give me your son. And he took the child's body from her arms carried him up to the stairs to the room where he was staying and laid the body on his bed then elijah cried out to the lord "O oh lord my god why have you brought tragedy to this widow who has opened her home to me causing her son to die now how could god allow this widow's only child to die after all the good things that she had done even though she wasn't a Jew, she obeyed God's command to help Elijah. And Elijah was even staying in her house. So God could have considered all of that and not allowed anything bad to happen to this widow. So what happened? As is typical of us Christians, the first thing when something goes wrong in our lives is to jump into the wrong conclusions by assuming that God is punishing us because of our sins. We are under the wrong impression that bad things don't happen to good people because of the kind of messages that we hear in church and all around us. So for something bad to happen to a good person, the person must have really sinned against God. If you remember the story of Job, when all the bad things happened to him, his friends blamed him and said that it was as a result of his sin. Also, in the story of the man that was born blind in John chapter 9 from verse 1 to 3, the disciples asked Jesus why he was born blind and they said, is it because of his sin or the sin of his parents? 
So several times, we and the people around us assume wrongly that bad things happen to good people because there's a problem in their lives, there is sin in their lives. And that is a real problem because that's exactly what the devil wants us to believe. Jumping into the wrong conclusions about the reasons for challenges in our lives distorts our image of God and it closes our minds to God's love. It closes our minds to God's mercy and his grace and his purpose for our lives. It makes us perceive God as a punitive God who is just waiting for us to mess up so that he can punish us and destroy us. And because of that, we become angry, we become bitter, and we run away from God rather than running to him with our pain and our problems. Matthew 5.45 says, God is kind to everyone. He causes the sun to shine on everyone, both good people and bad people. He also causes the rain to fall on everyone, people who obey him and people who do not obey him. Second Peter 3.9, the Amplified Version says that God is extraordinarily patient toward us, not wishing for any to perish, but for all to come to repentance. So God is very, very merciful and forgiving towards us, regardless of what we do. You know, although that doesn't mean that we won't face the consequences of our sins and all our actions, but God is not out for us to fail so that he can destroy us. We must remember that because of Adam and Eve's sin, we're in enemy territory. 1 Peter 5.8 says, The devil prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. So the devil is going up and down looking for an opportunity to cause trouble in our lives. But the good news is that even when he causes trouble, God can turn every negative situation around for our good. Romans 8.28, the Easy Bible Translation says, We know that God works to help those people who love him. He uses everything that happens to them to bring something good. The New Living Translation of that Bible verse says, And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose. So no matter how painful or how difficult our situation is, we need to trust God and know that he will work things out for our good at the end of it all. So if you're going through a painful or a challenging situation at the moment and you need some encouragement, please send me a DM at C Generation Devotional on Instagram. So I hope you've been blessed today. We'll continue a, a devotional tomorrow. So God bless you. Have an awesome week ahead.